What is going on, podcast? I hope you hit subscribe because I just uploaded a new podcast like the other day and already today there's more news more 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 video game news so thank you so much for tuning in thank you for listening today we're talking a lot about nintendo we're talking about um how nintendo switch 2 or whatever you want to call it has been in the news we are going to be talking about sony investing money money into their first party studios And we're going to be talking about another company that could be dipping their toe into the video game industry. Now, they're already in the video game industry, but they might come out with, like, dedicated hardware. Not Sony, not Microsoft, and not Nintendo. So who could that be? Um, It's an, it's a, uh, I was going to say it's an action-packed podcast, but it is a content-packed podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. do enjoy it please share it with a friend but without further ado let's get things started all right guys today's podcast we are kicking off with some nintendo news now i hope you are subscribed to the podcast because i feel like i just recorded or i should say i just finished a previous podcast and now here we are again uploading a brand new one so thanks for tuning in thank you for coming along for the ride and today we are kicking things off with nintendo nintendo just today may 11th may 11th i had to i had to think about it for a second may 11th showcased a new indie direct it is a nintendo direct focus on indie titles and it's kind of funny because a lot of people on Twitter, on YouTube, on the internet, already have their impressions of the Nintendo Direct up on their respective channels. And a lot of people were like, what did I just see? What happened? What was that? Why did they show this? Blah, 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 blah. Like, they have been dogging on this Nintendo Direct. Now, I understand nothing was... Uh, not a home run hit was shown, right? A lot of people are waiting on Hollow Knight, Silk Song. A lot of people. There was some 2023 titles too, which I found a little bit odd. Um, but uh, whatever, I digress. Um, so a lot of people, they, they basically walked away unimpressed. Now, I maybe I'm in... I didn't think it was as bad as everyone is saying okay a lot of how do i say this for lack of a better term if you if you miss the direct and if you're just listening to this and this is how you get your video game news a lot of titles that were shown during this nintendo indie direct were kind of like artsy fartsy titles i don't know how else to say it they're uh, uh quirky they were colorful they were um like like more on the art side of things. Now, I don't know if it's because I have an art background. Um, you know, I, I, I loved drawing as a kid as and, and, and illustrating as an adult. I have a, you know, an art background. I don't, I don't you know, I have an illustration background, an art background. I'm, I'm trained in art, all that stuff. I didn't necessarily mind that. 
I liked the fact that there was a lot of different titles out there. And I didn't, me personally, I didn't mind that Nintendo Direct. I mean, and then don't don't hear me. It didn't blow me out of the water. I can't wait for Nintendo's next big Direct. But I didn't mind if these if some of these titles are priced decently. I don't know what the prices are going to be. Um, if some of these games that were announced today are priced decently, then I think that we there is some fun to be had. I understand. Like I said, I understand what what people are saying. And I understand that wasn't a Nintendo Direct for, uh, I can't even say that the gamer gamer. I, I, I don't know. I, I understand it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but I actually saw some interesting titles more so than not. I didn't like the sizzle reel at the end. I don't know. It looked okay. Some of these card games, there was like a card, um, a card uh, deck building game. It's funny because I think the games look super interesting, and then I never end up buying them, which is odd. Um, there was a couple of titles that that did stand out uh, to me, and I just I liked their quirkiness, and I liked the direction. I guess I I don't know I don't know I I hope you guys could actually get a hold of me and be like either yeah I didn't mind it or yo you are way off base. I don't know what you were thinking with that Nintendo Direct. I didn't mind it. If I, I can't even grade it, I would say it was like a 6 or 7 out of 10. But some people were like, you know, I mean, if they were to grade it by, you know, 1 through 10, they they, they really didn't like it. So uh, maybe, again, I am in the, um, in, in you know, not, not I, I didn't mind it. I don't know how else to say it. And I should edit that part out, but I'm going to leave it in for the podcast just to, uh, just, just, just to leave it in. Cause sometimes I can't form exactly what's in my mind and I hope, hopefully it comes through, uh, what I want to say on the podcast. But if it doesn't, I don't know, I'll work harder on that. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention about Nintendo was they, uh, they briefly mentioned the Switch successor. Now, before, when Nintendo was asked, is there a Nintendo Switch successor coming out? Nintendo specifically states uh, stated that no, there will be no Switch hardware. No new Switch hardware coming out in this year or 2021 or, you know, 2020 or whatever. We've been hearing a new Nintendo Switch revision and a hardware upgrade since the Nintendo Switch came out. So who knows what's going on with this Nintendo Switch upgrade. Well, now it more points to a Nintendo Switch successor. And um, now Nintendo is saying no comment on that. That has caused a lot of people uh, to speculate what that exactly means. And a lot of people are saying, you know, we're getting a new Switch. We're going to eventually, yes, we're getting a new Nintendo Switch. As, uh, as, a, as, as to when... I, I would think it would be next year. I would have thought I've already came out because I've spent so much time on this new Nintendo Switch. But I think there's going to be a, new, a next generation Switch next year. And it is rumored to be launching with Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, the sequel to Legend of Zelda. There's been a lot of Nintendo rumors uh, hitting the internet. Uh, as of late, I did want to cover the Nintendo Direct uh, impressions and why I felt like it was, it was, it was not as bad as everyone says it is. 
and I wanted to comment on the Nintendo Switch 2, or whatever they're going to call it, the Super Nintendo Switch, the new Nintendo Switch, Switch 4K, I think they could, I think they could do that, if, if the system includes some 4K elements to it, I think Switch 4K would be kind of the best bet, it would drop the new Nintendo Switch, or the, like, the new branding, or, um, the Super Nintendo Switch, that would be a nostalgic throwback to the Super Nintendo days. I don't know if Nintendo's going to do that with the new Nintendo Switch. We'll see what happens. Uh, but as I said last podcast, which is funny because I just uploaded it. As I said last podcast, it's been... It seems to be very, very slow. But now stuff is ramping up. So, um, which is evident in this podcast. It seems it seems like in, in one day there's been a lot of news swirling around. And uh, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I hope you're subscribed because uh, it looks like more and more news is going to come out. And these podcasts can only be a certain amount of length. So uh, that's that's it for Nintendo. Let me know what you guys think about Nintendo regarding... Let me know if, if you watched the Indie Direct. If you did watch the Indie Direct, let me know what you think about it. You can actually call into this show. If you download Anchor FM, the app, on uh, I have it on my iPhone... You could download it, I'm pretty sure, on Android or iPhone. Just search me, My Video Game News, and you can actually call into the show. Let me know what you thought about the Nintendo Direct. Let me know what you think about the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch 2, or whatever it's going to be called. Let me know, let me know, let me know. I'm under the fact that the reason why Nintendo is saying no comment is because of the worldwide chip shortage. I don't think they want to announce a new Nintendo Switch until they know there's going to be a lot of units available for gamers to buy. As we know with the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, those two systems are very, very hard to find still. Two, two and a half years after release, Microsoft is a little bit better on that, um, a little bit more readily available. But PlayStation 5, you still can't find anywhere. So, And uh, talk about a segue. We're going to be talking about Sony in the, next, uh, in the next segment. So stay tuned for that. But I think that Nintendo is saying no comment because they don't want... They don't, they don't want to put the... Uh, they don't want to put it out there. And I think they're seeing a wait-and-see wait approach on how are these, you know, these chips will be manufactured and if they're going to have enough, because the demand is going to go through the roof. Um, what's nice is that Nintendo seems like they actually created their own life cycle for uh, video games and their video game hardware. And I think that uh, every two, you know, Xbox Series X, well, the series systems, and PlayStation launched their new systems two years ago. So now Nintendo can launch a new Nintendo Switch and be on its own cycle. People will be ready if they launch it next year. People will be ready for something new. They want to try something new. And they'll pick it up either as their second system or because they love Nintendo, they're going to pick it up as their, you know, as their primary system. So it's interesting, a very interesting timing. Um, I'm, you know, keep my ear to the ground and, and listen for what Nintendo's going to do with the Nintendo Switch 2. Um, so more on that, I'm sure, in, in subsequent podcasts. So up next, we're going to be talking about Sony and their 
uh, first party studios. So stay tuned. All right, let's talk some Sony and Sony PlayStation 5. It has been revealed that Sony is investing an additional $300 million into first-party games for multiple platforms. Now, this news is coming from a website called Chit Hot. Exactly how it sounds, C-H-I-T. H-O-T.com, and it said, I'm just going to read the article, and then, and then we'll discuss. So, Sony has revealed plans to invest an additional $300 million into its first-party PlayStation Studios. As part of a two-pronged strategy to grow its gaming business, the investment will push the agenda for releasing first-party game, first party games on multiple platforms. Uh, revealed in its latest earnings call, Sony made it clear this investment is for developing software at existing Studios. This would include Santa Monica Studio, the studio behind God of War and Horizon Forbidden West's Guerrilla Games. The the investment is separate to its acquisition plans. Now, as you know, Microsoft and Sony, hopefully Nintendo joins the party here, have been acquiring studios. They've been knocking on the door of development, big, big, big development studios with a big bag of money and just dropping it on the front step and saying, hello, you are now under the Microsoft umbrella or you are under the Sony umbrella. And it seems like that's just ramping up, which is kind of funny because with something like the Bethesda takeover, like that was a lot of money. The Bungie takeover, that was a lot of money. And apparently people are not done. These companies are not done purchasing these other third-party studios in order to get them under their umbrella. So this type of news I enjoy where they're actually, they're, they're investing a lot of money into their own studios. Sony arguably has the best, the best of the best, um, in terms of the first party studios, so Naughty Dog, Ben Studio, uh, Bend Studio, Media Molecule, Santa Monica, uh, uh, Sucker Punch, all of these po- Polyphony, um, Gorilla Games, all of these are under the obviously the PlayStation brand, and it's nice to see that Sony's investing, you know, a lot of money in, into their first party studios. I'm eager to see where this goes, and it's nice to see that it's actually separate from its current uh, acquisition strategy. I'm interested to see how Microsoft responds. I, I would imagine Microsoft is going to be doing something very, very similar. Nintendo has already announced, um, and I don't know the numbers, but they have already announced that they're going to be doing a lot of investment into their first and second party studios just because Nintendo, uh, you know, Nintendo does things the way Nintendo kind of wants to do it, and they believe that they have a lot of talent already in-house right so I'm, I'm glad to see that sony's doing something similar to this um you know it's 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 really really hard to find a uh, playstation 5 now but it is nice to see that they're heavily invested into their first party studios which is awesome good good stuff um sony cfo also mentioned something about um triple a game quality and if they ever had something 
similar to a Game Pass style strategy. As we know, Microsoft really, really has focused on making Xbox Game Pass the not only the best that it could be, but arguably the best in the industry when in terms of service. And uh, Sony CFO said that AAA game quality will actually deteriorate if they adapt this strategy. Now, this is coming from the Video Games Chronicle.com. Um, that was just a. I just I wanted to lump that into the Sony news because I figured this was relevant, relevant, relevant stuff. So. Let me know what you guys think of this strategy. I always think it's good to invest in your own people um, when it comes to business, and I'm eager to see where it goes. So hopefully uh, hopefully we'll see some more things very, very soon. Like I said, I'm thinking June. Next month is going to be huge for video games. So uh, up next, we actually have something separate. It's not about Microsoft. It's not about Nintendo. And it's not about Sony. What company could I be talking about? That is next, so stay tuned. All right, friends, let's round out this podcast with some Apple discussion. That's right, the makers of the iPhone, the iPad, the iMac, and everything i, the iWatch. Maybe they'll come out with a iCouncil or iGaming, or I don't know what they're going to be calling it. But apparently, Apple may indeed step their foot into the gaming world. It has been highly rumored. Um, you know that you could game on a iPhone, an iPad, and all that kind of stuff, but it apparently looks like they may be trying to do something Nintendo Switch-like, meaning you can have a controller, and then uh, you could take it with you on the go, and you can play your games directly on your TV. There was a bunch of patents that came out and that uh, caught some people's interests. And um, Apple has a upcoming WWDC, I want to say it's called, um, event coming uh, coming for you. So uh, this video, the video that I watched was um, under Max Tech. So if you're on YouTube, you could go to Max Tech, M-A-X-T-E-C-H. And it says, is Apple... Apple's Nintendo Switch killer leaked. Now, no one knows for sure if this is going to happen, but they have been ramping up um, discussions with companies like Ubisoft as well as Capcom. And uh, a lot of their chips, they could do AAA stuff, AAA party, or not AAA party, AAA type games on their new um their new chips, their new devices. We saw what Apple Arcade can do, and now it looks like they might try to take that to the next level. So if they come out with something Nintendo Switch-like I th- and, and just have Apple's spin on it, guys, I'm a huge, huge Apple fan. And not only do I think will this uh, impact gaming as a whole, I think that it'll have a very, very positive impact overall on the industry. More competition is always a good thing. And if we get more... I've always wondered, like, why hasn't someone come out with a Nintendo Switch-like device yet? Now, Steam Deck has come out, which is a basically a portable PC where you can uh, you could play it in a handheld. So I'm eager to see how that 
uh, how that uh, basically transitions. Um, we have seen some other people try to uh, do what Microsoft is doing in regards to the Xbox uh, Game Pass. We've seen Google Stadia, which apparently is still a thing. Um, Amazon has something called Amazon Luna, but they have not. No one has really touched the hardware or even attempted to touch the hardware like the Nintendo Switch, where you could take your gaming on the go and then put it in a dock or something and then play it on the TV. So I think that if Apple did decide to do this, I am super, super eager to hear this. I don't know if they're going to announce it next month. If they did, we're only a couple of weeks away as of this recording. And, uh, and as always, I will keep you updated. I think this would be a big, big move. And I think it would be a, I think it'd be a smart move. I mean, Apple has kind of taken over uh, video games. or not. I'm sorry, not video games. Apple has taken over, obviously, the, 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 the phone industry. They are starting to take over the computer industry. They take over the watch industry. And I think that, I mean, they've definitely dipped their toe into the gaming industry. Um, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if they release a dedicated hardware uh, similar to the Nintendo Switch. We'll see what happens. Let me know if you guys would buy a Nintendo Switch-like device that was made by Apple. Now, obviously, it would, you know, you guys would probably say, well, it depends on the games. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would definitely be excited for this and I'd be behind it, so... That's going to do it for this podcast. Guys, make sure you hit subscribe because as I'm recording this, more and more and more news is happening. So I'm already planning the next podcast. So make sure you hit subscribe. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure you leave a uh, leave a comment or or if you, if you want, share it with a friend. It, it really would mean the world to me. I hope you guys are having a good day. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.